Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Hey everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. This is Jesse May. And this week I actually have a person in front of me, Mr. Sam Tripoli. Have you been just talking yourself? Yeah. Those are great for just yeah. trying to come up with new material. It really is. And like also just, you know, realizing that you can enter be somewhat entertaining alone is kind of nice. I you just ramble. Just I talk to myself in, when I'm home anyways. Don't yeah. you talk to yourself? Yeah. I, I like I do you ever have arguments in your head and then dude, <laughs> I'm asking who am I asking? Time, dude. You should set up a little camera and film this. I know. I got to set up. And just put it up on YouTube, man. I know. I should. I think it's the easiest way to make I like dude. You have the nicest apartment. You need some Google <laughs> Cash to help pay this off. And you get it going, dude. Like, I, I can get up to, like, two grand a month just off of YouTube. Shut up. Yeah, just posting, like, videos, man. It's, like, unbelievable. I have a buddy of mine. I always sing his praises. Was a guy who's just like all of us trying to get shit going in L.A. <laughs> saw his favorite band. The lead singer had a video. And he was like, I'm going to watch it. The guy was talking about how he got 100,000 subscribers. And was just posting, posting, posting. So my friend's like, I'm going to try it, dude. I'm going to try it. Now he gets paid to fly around the world. They, his fans pay for him to do it. And he just does like travel videos from around the world. Makes good money off the internet and Patreon. Who? And who? My friend Jordan Lee. It's Jordan the Line. He found he just goes around the. the he just way. travels. He just just in posts. He started going through L.A. Going, hey, I want to show you, uh, oh, where Bruce Lee's dojo was downtown or whatever that <laughs> yeah. is. And he started shooting it, and then people fo- and he's got all these loyal followers, and he he's got like he started a little before me, about like six months before me. He's at thirty five thousand subscribers. Jesus. I'm at thirty three thousand. And it's just like, it just starts going, dude. And you just put a little camera here with all your weird shit behind you. And you just fucking rant. And I people need, would I love that. I need to that. do that. Because, you know, I was thinking about, we were talking about ATC before. Because now I'm at ATC. Like, I might just do it here. Why not? Why, why go into the office if I don't have to? I wouldn't. I mean, especially what Where you have to go through. Fuck, I mean, I got to go over the hill and through the mountains. No, you have to literally go through the most I'd, congested seriously. driving in the country. Yeah, in the country, all day, all day, midnight. Midnight, these people. Listen, it's so they're, simple. They're, they're in their phones, on their phones in traffic, and just, this, they're watching full movies because the traffic's literally going nowhere. Look, you go to this, look at that right yeah. there. It's just, just, you could live stream it straight Yeah. It. It's really easy. You put a little thumbnail. That's what I need to do. Cooking, and you got all, they now have all these tripods just for your iPhone. Yeah. You just set it up. You turn it so you can show you what you're, so you yeah. can see how you, and it's I'm going to so do easy. videos, you guys. You're going to get videos. I'm telling you, it's the easiest way to do it. Why and, don't you, I really wish that that night, the other night, that fucking lineup, that thing should have been taped. 
that whole night. You, you had know, like the like, Bring most it amazing. On the road. I'm like, okay, if you have like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars to put all those people on the road, because like yeah, Rogan, yeah. Russell, they're all my. You Russell had Rogan, made, like, Russell Peters, Michael Rappaport, Felipe, Felipe Esparza, Felipe Esparza, Esparza, Esparanto. <laughs> what is he? A cowboy in a Mexican <laughs> fucking spaghetti western? <laughs> Felipe Esparanto. <laughs> Senor, this caravan is coming through. Let us in or pay with your yo blood. Yo no puedo, yo no puedo. Eh, hey, hey. eh. Todo está para Jesús, okay? Pero todo está para Jesús. It's Jesus. deep waters, It's that deep shit. waters. And it's fun. I used to do naughty shows, which was me with adult film stars. And then it was that comedy with some weird sketches and shit. And, uh, you did pe- it for years. Was I did it always for years. at the store? It, was all, it started at the improv. And those were like as great as Comedy Chaos was. The early days of Naughty Show were the greatest. Like, they were like a party inferno, dude. It was who like. Who would the, you have on? Like, who do you remember you had on that you're like, well, Holy I'd have fuck. all these. Because I've been friends with these dudes forever. I know, you've been like, friends with everybody. If you've seen who I got into the comedy store, it is a who's who. Yeah. I got in. Uh-huh. So they've always been my boys. I get people in, and it would be like Callen, Joe Rogan would do Everybody would do it. This is even before Joe Rogan was. The Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan we know not. Yeah. He was still huge, but he, he wasn't. He got chickens in his yard, and he goes bow hunting every yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like all these great guys. But then we did add adult film stars, crazy sketches, videos. It was like this a variety multi-me- show. It was so. It was like a filthy variety show. It went years. It went years. What? Why did it stop? Because why did it stop? Or why some, didn't it evolve? Because its job. It did its job. Yeah. When I started it, it was like I couldn't do dirty jokes. So I was like, I need a place where I can be a dirty comic. And I go, I got to keep the people who complain about dirty away. So how can I do that? Oh, I'll put porn stars on this show. (laughs) Let's let's literally get dirty. Yeah. And then they keep away. So I remember one time I got Belladonna to do the show. And she's like this legend of the adult films. And she's like, I do pole day. I'd like to do pole day. I'm like, okay, you can do whatever you want to. Right. So she comes up and she's like this famous porn star who had like this giant like gap between her teeth. And she's like, I wouldn't know. I mean, I know Jenna Jameson. That's that's fine. It's fine. And Ron Jeremy, that weasel. Someone who doesn't know everything about porn, I go, I I get it. I'm so, (laughs) like, somebody said blow bang the other day, and this person's like, what's that? I'm like, oh, I wish I was you. But, um, (laughs) she does this pole dancing, right? Yeah. And now I know where she gets like this 10 inch black dog, right? No. And just goes, and and continues the pole dance. And the room just went silent. And everybody's just like, and then, like me, right? I'm holding my head. I'm not even seeing it. Just you describing and then, it. <laughs> when she got done, when she got done, <laughs> the entire room exploded. Like, ah! I was like, oh, that was like, the, there was a couple great moments. I also want to pitch this show. It was so hard to do, but it was such a funny ass thing. It was called Porn Star Fan Mail. And you can watch <laughs> some of the videos on YouTube. I post oh. them. And they were just like God. fake fan mail to adult film stars. But they're they were from like fans who like like them for other reasons than what they did with porn. Yeah, like porn was like the least. It they're was like, like, Oh, I really you tell like me your, to believe in myself new- <laughs> and all this shit. And it was so funny. The reason it never went anywhere because right then all like the nerd shit hit and then all alt. you know, yeah, all the alt shit and it just what it was it just was uh an old school it was an advanced yeah. old school comedy show and it just 
I wish I saw, you know, I was in New York and a comedian, I forget his freaking name, did a show kind of, not even close to that, but he had, I remember he had strippers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I didn't invent, I mean, stand-up comedy started in uh, adult film, uh, in, in strip bars. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's a very American art. It's it like is. jazz. We invented the form of stand-up. It started as, like, guys trying to do comedy in strip bars to bring up dancers. So that's where it started, and then it evolved to this thing. And, you know, it's like there's some amazing British acts, but, you know, you talk to everybody. They're way behind. Like, we're so, like, advanced. Like, yeah, their, their comedy is very specific. British yes. comedy is very, very – their style of comedy is very – it's very – in its own little space. And there will Not come little, somebody who will space. push it. Yeah. I mean, like... You You're think, Eddie Izzards. You think about, like, a Sam Kennison. Like, why he blew up. Like, what he did then is what is in now. Is he one of your favorites? He's one of my favorites. I grew up on Richard Pryor. I grew oh. up on... Um, Eddie Murphy. I remember uh, Eddie, my dad playing an Eddie Murphy CD and my mom crying. I don't want them to hear this language, you know. <laughs> uh, all the while, I have like I have all these porno mags I used to jack from Seven uh, Elevens, and I'd steal them. I'd use them as uh, like like collateral to pay off other people to beat up bullies who were fucking with me, right? Oh, so you're already running a ring when you're already a kid. running a ring, already or, hustling. Or I keep them and just you go see my bed. It looked pregnant. There were so many. Adult- <laughs> my bed probably is pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so many porn magazines <laughs> under my bed. How the hell, like, what What made you so uh, distrusting of the human race? Because you're, you're into conspiracies now. Well, it's like, I mean, I'm a hist- If someone's like, dude, I'm a really big historian, a uh, Civil War historian. No one's like, why are you crazy? It's just, it's fun to, I just enjoy trying to discover what may have really happened right. and the patterns of it. And then when you start seeing your parents, like, oh, that totally makes sense. And then you see what's going on and then what you know is going on. And it, it's just fun. I just this, love. The stuff you post is like my news. I'm like, oh, God, what did the, what did the Bushes it, do? dude. It's so real. King it's Opiate? So, what did oh, they call him? Uh, is he like the or crack king? Oh, yeah, dude. Cocaine king? He were, You know, him, Oliver North, they, they were work, CIA was working with Pablo Escobar or Pablo Francisco, one or the other. Probably, he, who's playing Pablo Escobar in a yeah. movie coming right, up in a world. Yeah, in a world <laughs> where cocaine was funneled by the CIA. <laughs> but they, but it's like this whole weird, crazy. Like if you look at like the whole drug thing, the people who basically made the like the war on drugs. The, it's basically that the was, people who were importing Reagan the coke shit? were the ones making the laws against coke, and then owns also owning the. The, the, the prisons in which you went to jail for coke. Yeah. So they were making a dollar off each transaction. Yeah. Yep. And when Pablo Escobar's son comes out and is like, yeah, my dad was a CIA asset, it totally makes sense. It's so, but I just love that. Yeah, that's crazy. Because, I mean, the, the reality is how many Americans are actually going to take their time to look into Well, the truth that. is that they're trusting people. And <laughs> we're it's very, very trusting people. Much, Sheep. It's like I say, when we you watch one of these prank shows, right? Like, you're just pranking trusting people. Yeah, you're just really just you're really just playing on people's trust. Yeah, you're like, hey, I'm a kindergarten teacher. Oh, this baby's on the roof. He's driving off. Oh, my God, the baby. You're like, oh, we're just kidding. It's a fake baby. You've just shattered that woman's life, right? Because she's just a trusting. She's not like a dead on the inside scumbag entertainer who just wants to fucking get a laugh at somebody, right? I mean, you're just, it's a, just a trusting thing. And they, they We are re- very trusting. And we're it's very just trusting like, community. they play off it. It's yeah. all psyops, dude, dude. I know, but the stuff, some of the stuff you post, I'm like, 
God, is this real? <laughs> like, what's been one of your favorite? Well, my new thing is that uh, political correctness is a psyop. That's all just. What do you mean it, by psyop? Uh, what it means is it's a psychological operation, meaning that it's being done to screw with people's brains, right? So when you do that, you do the road, right? Yep. You get politically incorrect. Do people? Oh no! Like they mostly laugh as, as long as yeah, they don't outrage. Speech. Yeah. So you mean you're, you're, Once in a while, you get an angry woman. Yeah. Okay, and she got the K plus eight haircut that goes eight different directions. <laughs> I want to speak to your manager. Yeah. Oh. And then on the flip, you always get you know, a freaky dude or a creepy dude or like a Bible pusher dude. Yeah. Who's like you'll, you'll, I didn't appreciate it. You'll eventually get. I mean, like if you have a room full of three hundred people, right? You're gonna have a whack job in you're there. Gonna. And even if, like, when you remember when Amy Schumer was like two. 200 people left my show when I started talking about Trump. Well, you're playing a room of 12,000 people. Yeah, why do you give people. a fuck about them? Yeah, 200 they, you people. You got their money. Dude, if I don't leave, if one table doesn't leave, I am I feel like I'm losing my edge. Yeah, if, if you I, haven't po- poked the bear enough for it to want to bite a little, yeah. then we're poking the bear the whole hour. Life poking the bear, isn't the politically bear. correct. Why should comedy, why is comedy the why only it, form that has to be politically correct? No, we, we need some form. Yeah. And so my whole thing is that political correctness is something put out by, just hear me out, the pharmaceutical companies. So we raise these kids a certain way. This guy named Dr. Spock, right? He puts out this book that says, you, should, you shouldn't spank kids. You shouldn't do all this stuff with these kids. This is how you should listen to them, right? So you what? Create, yeah, so you create this, this, this environment in which these kids are raised differently than their grandparents, their grandparents, blah, blah, blah. So they go to college. You see that this SNL guy just got kicked off stage at Columbia because somebody in the crowd thought That's he- sad. But somebody didn't said, like his joke, so right. they, they shut him down. Well, what people don't realize is that these kids are being like set up for slaughter, and that they that they think this is a real place where everybody cares about their feelings, and uh, they can get rid of uh, alternative opinions, and they can, and that's not the real world. So they're gonna go to jail. They're gonna go. Excuse me. They're gonna go to work, right? And they're gonna find out very quickly. Nobody cares what you think. Yeah. Uh, either you're doing the job or you're not. Nobody likes a guy who's always bitching. And you're gonna. And what's happened is they're they're gonna fracture. Their 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 psyche's gonna fracture. Right. They're gonna spin out of control. And what are they gonna do? They're gonna go get on psych meds, which is the whole point of this whole thing, dude. To keep us controlled, we're easier to keep us controlled. Keep us on, dude. The big pharmaceuticals are the most fucking gangster fucking drug cartels out there. Did you hear about this guy in Ohio that was fighting to lower prescription medication? They found him dead, suicide, by two fucking giant whacks in the back of his head. That's how they said he killed himself. Who would kill themselves like that? Nobody. It's called getting suicide, dude. You know, and that's what just like it happens all the time. Who would do that to themselves like that? Somebody who's getting murdered. That's so. so How do you sleep? Because do you sleep? Because it's once you know that what's really going on, and that my fellow man and my fellow woman aren't trying to kill each other. That this is all a rich men's trick. You should watch the doc. Everything's a rich rich men's trick. Once you realize that, it's like, oh, okay. See, that's that's the one when you posted that you were talking about rich man's trick on that post about the border. Yeah. And and people fleeing in your photo that you got from wherever. Where'd you get that photo? There's like on the internet because people send me everything. Right. So there's like three photo shoots going on. In the background, you can see people. Literally just chilling, not giving a fuck about any border bullshit whatsoever. Yeah. And photos being taken in opposite directions. Yes, yes, yes. 
That's a full. Now here's what you understand. I was telling you this the other day. Sometimes the the sides all work together. Now I really do believe there is something between our intelligence community and and uh, Donald Trump. But like when we take the Kavanaugh case, I was telling you where it's like they created it as a what is his sexual history and all the people on the right and all the people, you know, on the people left is like, believe all women, which I think you should. But then you had the left, uh, the right going, uh, you know, due process, which I think you should as well. So you had these people fighting over that and not over what this guy really represents, which is he helped write the, the Patriot Act. He's for warrantless fucking searches. He has no problem with the intelligence community going through all your shit and spying on you. So you, you're, you're, what you're saying is they, that higher ups are creating drama, framing stuff to to shift avert a sh- yeah to shift your focus from what the real problem is. Yes, that's my. Whole I mean, point. I I believe that. Yeah, because really, we're just we're not we're a headline reading consuming culture we don't, right listen, now. We don't so look smart. into stuff. We don't even we just read the headline. We, read we don't the headline. even read. We're not reading. We're not even reading the sub headline. Yeah, we read it and then we create our Fecal own story. matter on lettuce. Yeah, we're like ah, oh, all let we're shutting it all down. We yeah. didn't look where. We didn't look how isolated it right. was. We're like right. no more shit on the lettuce. Right. All of it's got to take out spinach too. Completely gone. And then you don't even look at maybe where we're getting our less. Who's le- who's coming? You know who created less? Is there an alternative le- reason to basically make that those group of people's yeah, business right. crash? I mean that. And, and imagine like when something that like that Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh, there's a Syracuse coming out. Kavanaugh. We don't say our G's. We say walking. We don't say walking. We say, hey, I'm walking. I'm going to walk over there. I'm walking over there. You're walking over there. Are you walking over there? I'm walking over there. I'm talking while you're talking. I'm talking. That whole Kavanaugh drama. Imagine all the other stuff that slipped through the cracks adjacent from him. Right. right. Everything else that was just totally, you know, political. That chick could have brought. Any kind of charges against him because it happened in Maryland. There's no time. And tell me about her father. You said her father. Her father was very high up in the CIA. He was in charge of funding black ops in the CIA, meaning he had to find f- money for these off the book operations that they don't. They, that's what they call black ops. So like shady shit that they're not going to let anybody that they're doing. He had to find funding for it. And then Stanford is a giant CIA hotbed. She was in charge of basically the uh, CIA intern program there where you could join. And like, hey, you want to be in the CIA? You join that. She was a big part of that. But here's the thing, man. They wipe shit off the internet. I am blown away. Why do you say it by what? Because, like, I'll see something. I'll be like, oh, that's crazy, right? And then, like, six months later, I'll be like, oh, dude, I got to find that article. Can't find it anywhere. You Google the fuck out of it. Can't find Buried it. Buried and gone. Go- wiped out. I mean, that's, I mean, there's companies that specialize. Yeah. In C- and that's just SEO. Yeah. <laughs> Right, oh, so it's all this That's crazy just them taking shit. your shirt and shoving it in the back of the closet. You'll never find it. So, he, I mean, I don't, and we can talk about anything. We don't have to talk about conspiracy. I go on people's shows. No, I know, but I love, I, I, it's such a big aspect of who you are. So this guy who shot up the borderline, right? They show a picture of him in the, uh, this is the guy that did it. That picture is exactly like the guy that they show who was the actual driver at Charles, the Charlestonville, right? So yeah. they show this guy who was like this, like, brunette dude dumpy dude who's like supposed to be like the guy who was driving <laughs> dumpy dude right he's the guy that drove into everybody but then when they go when you actually look close at the picture 
it doesn't look like him. And they put this other photo up of who it looks more like, and they're the same picture. So I can't find any articles that were showing that. And I'm like looking and looking and looking and looking. It, all psyops, dude. <laughs> You were saying that to me in the green room. You just come into the green room of the comedy store. Bro, it's all psyops. Uh, Everything. All all psyops. And then you realize that your fellow man and woman don't want to do anything bad. You've been around the world. Everybody just wants a drink, laugh at a fart joke, get their dick wet, and fucking take a nap. And that's all they want. Every culture. Yeah. I went to Beirut, and I remember telling people that I was going to do gigs in Beirut, Lebanon, and they were like, oh, no. There's war going on over there. I'm like, what? And I'm like, yeah, there is war. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. I have no idea. I, didn't, right. I couldn't even point it out on a map at that right, point. Right, 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 right. And I get there, and they're the most warm, loving, beautiful culture, intelligent, uh, worldly. They love American culture, celebrating. Everyone's getting along, drinking, and having fun. Yeah, yeah. And like. You ever been to China? No. You want to go to China? where everything in this place is made from. I, yeah. I can get you gigs in China. I want to go. You go there, you're like, where's all this crazy oppression and all this shit? You're like, it's not that bad. And I get it that they have a very controlling. See, it's very interesting. Like, Americans think, like, we're the freest country in the world. And then you go to a place like China, you're like, ah. Yeah. The only thing you can't do is really, you can't, like, um, I know they got this crippling. Th- and I'm not saying China's, like, the greatest place. I'm just saying. We demonize them, we demonize and then you go cultures. there, and you're like, it's not that bad. Uh-huh. Like, this omnipresence government that I'm hearing about, I don't see. Now they tell you, don't criticize the government, and don't do that. But anything else goes. I, dude, every night there is New Year's Eve at that fucking place. Yeah, I've heard you the go, same about Japan, too. They drink like there's, it's like tomorrow's <laughs> New Year's. Every day is New Year's. <laughs> I think they have a very high suicide rate. Uh, in J- China? J- Japan does, for sure. Oh, of course, because <laughs> there's a lot of pressure, too. And like I said... It's like you got this guy, Tim Cook, from uh, Apple talking about how it's like, we, uh, we we have the right to get rid of uh, people who say mean things on the internet. I'm like, what? Yeah. He's like, we can just wipe get them off the internet. What? Yeah. I mean- uh- but you like you have sweatshops that have like these fucking nets where Kids people are, jump. Their, their knuckles are bleeding. Yeah. yeah, there's nets where they so they don't murder themselves. Yeah, so because of the conditions. Yeah, you have four year olds making footwear, and I'm not look. I'm all about like teaching your child to work. Yeah, and like <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about learning discipline. Yes. And having a go-get attitude. But I feel like clean air, food, and br- a lot of breaks are also vital. But here's the thing about China, which is very interesting. <laughs> they put in, like, tw- like 28 subway systems in, like, five or six years because they didn't have to ask for anybody's approval. They just did it, yeah. right? So now you got all these people fighting yeah. with each other. We can't even red put it. Yeah, it's, like, crazy. We have like all this crazy. red tape to, for people to make money. But they're also cleaning money. up their environment a lot. Yeah. Like, they're very much like, okay, we got to clean up our environment. They do a lot of good things, too. China's not perfect. I, and they have this new social China. score thing where it's, like, if you score bad, you uh, can't go on flights and all that shit. That's scary. Okay, that sounds like Black Mirror shit. Yeah, that is, it is Black Mirror shit. It's like if you had the wrong score, you like you can't what get on trains. What score of what? Like, oh, oh, based oh, off of what? Your social media. No. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. In China? Yeah. 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 Wait, what? Yeah. If you they base they they analyze your your 
your social media, and if they deem what you're saying is too negative, too mean, too whatever, they they you, they can make it so you can't take flights anywhere, you can't take the train anywhere. It's crazy. That's really fucking creepy. That is creepy. Who told you? You saw but that? You know, yeah, it's everywhere. In China. In China. Yeah. And but make no doubts about, it, they will try to do that here, and that's why you gotta fight. You just gotta fight well, back. People have to start thinking for themselves but then you're asking someone to can i show you the best effort. picture i've ever seen about western culture is it a butthole no i will never do that to you i'll show you this one picture this to me is the greatest picture of like what's going on in the world versus like american culture so this is france during their riots they're having riots right now and look at that picture whoa and so it's a dude in the street with tear gas all tear over the place. Tear gas all over the place, but she's laughing. And she's like FaceTiming somebody laughing as like this this giant like fucking civil wars going on. Look in the background. There's all these like masked people yeah. on the street. Dude, th- do you know what's going on in France right now? No. It's a giant like civil war. Like there, there's like there's a revolt against the government right now. What are they revolting against? Well, what do they gl- want better baguettes? Globalism, oh. which is like we're all. I love that snore. Which we're all. We're all like, oh, no borders, blah blah blah. I'm like, I'm not a nationalist, but you know, they want no borders. Yeah, like anybody can go anywhere, which throws out all the rights. Like there's this whole thing where they're. Tra- do you know that technically? George Bush Jr. signed something that made Canada, the United States, and Mexico all one country. That technically, the 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 Bill of Rights, the the uh, Constitution isn't is null and void technically because he signed into this thing in the in the fucking quiet of the night that we are all one country. I mean, I feel like getting into. Mexico's might be the easiest thing ever, and so yeah. we just—it's yeah. literally just a—it's just a lane for it's the like world. Like trying to ride at like you Walt Disneyland. Come on in. Yeah. Come right up. Bring everybody. We'll take for sure. your rapists, your thieves, yeah, anything. Your child, you know. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on with the left. Like it's like this. It, well, blue there, there is extreme liberalism. There's extreme radical republicanism. And they're touching dicks, right? Yeah, they they're are. Just, and they're, they're, they're the neocons both. and neoliberals they're are just talking dicks. Yeah. Listen, you want to know what's wrong with the the country? I'm telling you this. Trust fund kids. Trust fund kids are fucking ruining everything. (laughs) Well, they're running everything and ruining it. Dude, the last Emmys was like, hey, here's an award for a trust fund kid. And the winner of this, and the trust fund kid who wins best actor in a sitcom. I mean, dude, I was like, they're all trust fund kids. And those are kids who have never had to struggle. And they don't know anything about. They've never even been in another country besides like a place they where they can vacation blue and be checks on a beach. By their names, and they're all like, "Guns are bad." And you're like, "Well, your father made like so much money and like <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking <laughs> selling arms. What the fuck you?" And that's what they never tell you. You know, it's so interesting. <laughs> I just I don't want it to be all conspiracy. I the, can talk. L- anyway. Look, we we'll can, talk six zero seven three one five till we die. <laughs> Do you know anything about upstate New York? Dude, I'm from there. Uh, what, like, what do you know? Uh, I lived there for 18 years. What state? What? Well, I mean, what city? Cortland. Oh, that's right. We're so close. Outside of, yeah, Yo, dude. Cortland Apples. Well, you got walked. apples. Yeah. You got Cortland a college, apples. questionable yeah. college. Cortland State. Actually, no, Cortland's a great school. Yeah, Cortland State's, it's yeah. like if you're a lesbian who wants to get in the PE, yeah. go to Cortland State. Is it Cornell there, too? Cornell's in yeah. Ithaca. Oh, that's right. They're right down the road. Something Jug. 
where like Ithaca College and Golden State go at each other. Like the lesbians go at each other. Oh uh, yeah. The jug, I mean, the juggernauts. Yeah, dude, there's super <laughs> lesbians there. Yeah, you had uh, any lesbian friends? I have tons of lesbians. I, I have friends. I have trans friends. When did you When did you leave Cortland? Uh, nineteen ninety one. Why? To go to college. Where the hell did you go? U N L V. Go fight win. <laughs> Vegas. Vegas. Fuck you, college in Vegas. It was great. That is ridiculous. What the fuck? What do you even study? I did. I don't remember studying anything. Exactly. How to not be hungover? So I was I was class clown in college. Shocker. I barely had a girlfriend in high school, man. Because funny wasn't sexy. Funny does not. Yeah. Then you go to college, it flips the script, and it is on. And I would just, I just, it was crazy. So there was no. There was no comedy scene um, in Vegas. Doug Stanhope had just what? left. He was like the Not scene. Mid-90s? Early 90s. There but, were no... There was, there was three comedy clubs. They wouldn't play locals. They would just bring in guys from L.A. to open feature for the end headline, which now they just use all locals to open and feature. We never got that. Right. We never got that. So I had to start my own comedy scene. So I started doing comedy uh. shows every... Uh, every night I go find a bar where there's no, where I'm like, what's your worst night? They're like, blah, blah. I go, give it to me. So we just do, and we would go anywhere. We'd go, we'd be in the middle of bands. Like bands would just like shred. And then comedy and music go together so well. So bad. <laughs> so bad. So why do people continue to try and do it? As we, when we're kids, we go through these traumas, right? <laughs> but what we don't realize is later on, those traumas become our strengths. Yes. Right. So when I was a kid, me and my friends, we stopped fighting all the time. We would just verbally destroy each other. So we, I got hardened. Okay, right. I got real. Hard. And then I went to college and I joined a fraternity. And I would just fucking fraternity people. I was ATO, dude. Alpha I Tau Omega. I had long hair you. down here. No, I cannot yeah. picture you in a fraternity. I had long hair. Whoa. Alpha Tau Omega. I didn't, you know. And it was the best time of my life. Alfalfa dude. towel. What? So I tell, I talk about this <laughs> on stage. Like we would, uh, we would have. Uh, Right then, like crystal meth was really hitting, dude. It was like the band the f- or the actual drug. The band, the drug. Okay. The drug was hitting, <laughs> and it was like I want to find this picture for you. Um, so it was hitting, and like I saw, I saw a couple of my friends go a little crazy, but I really didn't understand what it was to that point. So my um, I never, by the way, have tried jack shit. Only well, if you do coke in LA, you'll eventually do a line of speed. Sounds like oh, I guess it's speed. You're like three days later. <laughs> fuck you, Pornhub. <laughs> why do you keep? A, why do you keep logging me out? You know. So you just get to that weird moment. But um, let me. I'm trying to find this. Picture. Is it a picture of you as Jesus? It's I can't put you long in hair. hair. I just. I, I if I can't find it right now, I will show you later. But and yeah. you just put on. You would. I mean, you still have that hustle of just putting. You know, well, you're. You're the type that's like, if there's not something, I'll make it. I learned very early that like I like suits are businessmen. They're just gamblers. They're yeah. just gamblers. And they gamble. We are horses. Yep. And they bet on horses. Yep. They're like, this horse is gonna now they rig the fucking race so that their horse wins, and that's perfectly fine. I learned very early I am no nobody's betting on this horse, okay? <laughs> this horse is gotta run his own race. So I learned that very early. But anyways, so I joined this fraternity. Crystal Meth is just just starting to hit. I've seen a couple people kind of lose their scruples on it. One guy, one guy. I'm not gonna say what his name is, but well, I, 
I'm pretty sure he's on, on crystal meth, but we didn't really realize that that. So we're living in this fraternity house, which is condemned. It's oh condemned. God, so gross. I feel like all fraternity houses are condemned. Oh yeah, they're just it's like gross are gross, pets, right? They're just like uh, guys drink, fuck, uh, call it just, just a crime scene. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a forensic DNA. scientist dream land. Yeah. This is alien DNA. Where did this come from? <laughs> so I Toby's get, room. So. We live in a desert, and for some reason, the roof is leaking. We don't know why. <laughs> That's from the jizz of your, your uh, neighbor. The, the jizz of Christmas Pass is just fucking falling down, right? Found the show title. So, <laughs> jizz of Christmas Pass. <laughs> I, <laughs> so, 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 he, so we're like, dude, we gotta fix face. this roof. Uh, the guy, the guy's like, yeah, dude, I can fix it. We're like, do you got, do you know how to do it? He's like, yeah, dude, I got tools. <laughs> so, this guy came, ripped my roof off. We never saw him again. He just ripped the roof off. He never fixed the roof. I lived in a convertible house for months because there was no fucking roof. That was what I got. Did he work over to fix it? No. That's what I'm saying. What'd you do? So what'd you do? We all had to move out because our house was no longer. We what lived in the school. It was a house. What it about was, the school? What about the school? <laughs> Everyone just zooted out. Everyone's just drunk and high. They're like, Dude, bro. Everybody, it was just garbage. Did you learn anything? Like, what would you major in? I, I, you know, it's so funny. So I only went to college because my, my dad, my mom wanted me to. I literally, I say something, I always wanted to be a comedian. What was the University of UNLV? Yeah, UNLV. Yeah. My dad convinced me to go to Vegas because he wanted me, he, I little did I know he just wanted to buy a house so he could have a tax write off to fly to Vegas and gamble all the time. Oh, he's just using you as your little yeah, gambling yeah, decoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but that's I didn't fall sweet. for. I didn't fall for. Not and this then girl. Jerry Tarkanian was the coach of the UNLV basketball team. He's Armenian. I'm Armenian. So I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I, I want to go there. There's a big Ar Armenian. So I showed up and uh, so I thought it'd be a good place to start stand up. It was and it wasn't because there was no scene, but it was great because. You know, I could create a scene and this I could be and me. And you can create whatever you want it to be since they're not already trained as to what to expect. I never, and also it's an entertain it still was an entertainment capital. I mean, Vegas, especially in the nineties, was still so many booming. comedy clubs there now. And it, it's, it's just, there's so many there's just so much more entertainment there. It's 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 it, Vegas is an interesting place. Like I was there, I filmed a pilot and I did a show at Laugh Factory. And just driving outside off the strip, it feels like a third world country. It, well, I mean, there's parts. That Dude, there's it is parts like, that are like, are we but if in you go Tijuana? Green Valley, Somerville? You know, when you get out where the gorgeous. money is, beautiful. It's gorgeous. But there's definitely a hard line between there's the glitz no and glamour. Harder homeless person <laughs> than a desert homeless person especially you one look, in vegas oh vegas they're like built for ap the apocalypse it is like Phoenix talking homeless? beef jerky dude they look like right beef here. jerky i am right here yeah i feel like that's gonna be me as if in the future just talking beef jerky just fucking just <laughs> side note to all you girls out there who are tanning naked on the regular you are literally gonna make your pussy lips look like beef jerky well what about put some Ariana grande did you see that picture somebody put out like her before her now speaking of pussy lips what yeah. why would she do her face change no she like she's like 
tan mom. She's like tan so much. Yeah, I don't. I, Ariana Grande. She's she's an enigma. She's an alien. She's deep into it, dude. <laughs> she's deep, dude. When you're into that Mickey Mouse Club, which should be just called the Luciferians, dude. Sounds like a bowling team. When I mean, you're into that, dude, that's dark art Mickey- shit. <laughs> I am trying to keep track of all these things that you're saying. Dark arts. Oh, my God. There is. I mean, there's so much going on that we don't know about. Disney is so demented. Yeah. I mean, Disney started it to be. He made Mickey Mouse to be Nazi propaganda. He was going to give Mickey Mouse to the Nazis to use as propaganda. As like shit to put on T-shirts. Yeah. Like, hey, like, hey, be a Nazi. Hey, guys. You know, there was going to be a Mickey Mouse (laughs) with a fucking throwing up some salutes. (laughs) Hi, guys. Fuck Goofy! Shut up. Where is it? Where's your sword? They're all there. They're, it's, it's <laughs> Have you no- seen the boners in the movies? There's uh, boners in the cartoons. Well, it's all that stuff, dude. You it's get into really that, there. Like, don't even get me started on. Like, <laughs> don't I love even. Adult Swim, but you watch that shit, you're like, oh, don't even get what? Me. Oh, it's so, what? An adult I, I can tell you stuff off the air because it's you want to work in this town yeah do you think i care i go up there i'm racking black people on stage gay people do you think i care like the notion that i have to celebrate this diverse culture and i can't talk about them oh but that's racist you make fun of black people have you watched world star hip-hop it is fucking a laugh track of comedy shut the fuck up Everybody does something funny. To listen to what I'm saying, it's not hates me. I got this bit about black zombies, right? And how you can't like. <laughs> Where are they? I feel like they're made in Florida. Like black, yeah. The guy from Florida smoked basalt, ate his. Yeah. Fr- I like dude. Eight you, faces. Who wants zombies that run four three forties? Nobody, right? You have no chance against a black zombie. None, except for get to the crosswalk, right? Because you know it's gonna take forever for them to cross the street. That's a great bit. That's no different than Cedric the Entertainer's bit about white people running towards whenever they hear fucking... It's a joke, man. It's a I fu- love that bit. I love that Cedric the Entertainer bit. He's like, what seems to be the... <laughs> Right? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And he's funny as fuck. Well, he's so funny. But the, the, also the bit he has about turning the music down to parallel parts. Parallel Park is spaceship in outer space. See, that's what I need. I'm working on little, like, I need to do a little bit more relatable shit, but I'm so worried about being hacky. You're, you're, dude, don't, you of all people, you don't need to, just do what you want to do. I know, but I just feel like I got to do a couple things. But why would you want to do relatable stuff to be relatable? Just to have them, like, it's my theory that you you can't challenge people for 60 minutes, you got to give them a point where they're like, okay, 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 next joke. And then you're like, boom, boom, boom. Like, well, ah, you, ah, <laughs> you for sure, because you're definitely like, you, you have a, an energy. Oh yeah. I'm a cult leader up there. I'm yeah. like, drink my Kool-Aid. It's time to drink the Kool-Aid children. And I just, wah, ah, ah, ah. I'm, I, I'm Jim Jones on stage. You're all at my, and everybody's just in the crowd. They've all, they're all dead. They've all been dead. They've, you've murdered them with your conspiracy. I love it, dude. But then they come for conspiracies and dude, here's the weird thing about conspiracies. Everybody My face hurts. thinks like conspiracy people are like live in their mom's basement. Okay. They live <laughs> in their mom's basement. You can take it out of that. Basement. Pull it out of the heart. No, I'm doing it like this. This is me, dude. This is my <laughs> broken mic. You ever get broken mic? You're like, fuck it. I'm, so, we'll do it live. We'll do it live and just keep going. Right? You ripped the mic right out of are the you arm. Rice Krispies? No, they're pine nuts. Oh, okay. 
They're really good for you. So I do. So, uh, you'd be amazed. Like everyone, you think like all the memes are like dudes with too much back hair, with fucking <laughs> uh, a weird like tinfoil hat on, with glasses that are like this thick, right? Yeah. It's not, dude. You would be amazed at how many insanely hot women are. I'm blown away <laughs> all the time. I'm like, what are you doing here? It's like I love your podcast. I'm like, you listen to the conspiracy podcast. <laughs> but women, are you kidding me? All it is is gossip. Yeah, oh, that's great. I like that. Conspiracies are just gossip. Oh, you're totally right. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, women are chicken heads. Like, we love and then Stacy and Tina and then Malisha. Like, we just we're chickens. Yeah. We love that shit. We love astrology and gossip. Across the board. You know, everybody does. I bet you Hillary loves it too. People pulling shit behind Oh, you know what they're doing? You know what the lizard people are doing? Listen, do you know what the cyborgs, what are psyops? The psyops? realness. (laughs) I love that. That's so true. Yeah, women, we love to chat. Like, I think it goes back, like, evolutionary, like, back, you guys were out hunting. Yep. You're out, gone. We we were were there picking berries. We were making salad and breastfeeding. Yeah. So we're like, well, today, you know, sitting bear really gave me the eyes. (laughs) 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 I'm just like, I love that, dude. <laughs> Sitting bear's getting all up in there. Yeah. He wants all up in this. And then anyways, well, these berries are really good. Are these organic? Of course they are. There's no grocery stores. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That's why, though. I love it. Women, we're chicken heads. Yeah? <laughs> what does chicken head mean? I don't know. I'm just like chatty bitches. Oh, chicken head. Let's look it up. There's definitely someone But Urban isn't Dictionary. that like if you call somebody a chicken head, they, like, they want to fight you? I mean, let's see what Urban what Dictionary says. Head? I call women chicken heads because of how we sound when we talk, but there's probably some other, like, maybe it's a stripper, some sort of, like... Someone said if you call a black person chicken head... Derogatory American English slang. That can refer to someone who either performs fellatio for everybody or a dumb female. The <laughs> term is used to describe the motion of the body, similar to the bobbing of the head. Oh, like this? Yeah. And we look the same when we're gossiping, so either we're sucking like dick that. or we're talking shit. Same difference. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, is it's so funny, man. When I started doing comedy, I was like, I just want to talk about what I want to talk about. Right? Talk about what you want to talk about. Right? Even but, now. But when I started, <laughs> when I started, I thought your dog was here. Did somebody whistle? <laughs> um, everybody wanted to be, um, everybody wanted to be uh, Jerry Seinfeld. So it was like mm-hmm. obso- observational clean shit. And I was like, I'm a scumbag. I'm going to talk about my scum. I'm a, I'm a Scorpio, Armenian, Italian. Lizard person. Yeah. I, I mean, I was, I, was, I was sexually active way early. I've yeah. always been, like, on the wild side. My mom, I always say it's like, people are always like, dude, how come you turned, you, they meet my mom. They're like, it's how so come sweet. you turned out like this? Like, look she's at your so mother. Sweet. She's so what? I'm like, my mom fucked a thug from Niagara Falls Pine Avenue mm. and had two knucklehead kids. Yeah, she liked that thug. Yeah, the girls it's all like the thug. They love the thug. Mm-hmm. Thug's love, dangerous. Well, girls love certain times of your life you love a thug. All women will love a thug, but only in certain times of your life because it's a project and a project manager, and women love managing projects. Yes. Women love it. I have this joke that, Guys laugh, women just fucking, just fucking hit the brakes, and I'm done. I have two jokes, and if I say it, it will ruin my set. One is how I like to be called the N-word in bed. That's a true story. 
I just I was banging this Mexican. She dropped a hard NR on me, and I was hooked on it since. And you try <laughs> the funniest thing is when you ask a chick to say that to you. You're like, hey, do you mind? And like you find out real quick how long this relationship's gonna last. <laughs> so, oh God! You know, my listeners are gonna. This is a breath of fresh air for everybody. I've been talking about my dead dad, so they needed this. <laughs> no, I get, and you've been through so much, and I, I get, <laughs> and I feel bad. Um, <laughs> So that, and I do a joke about how girls always want bad boys. And they always, cause they think they could change them. And the yeah, joke is, and them. I never get girls to laugh at this. Like <laughs> bad boys make bad boyfriends, make bad husbands, make bad fathers. And the only thing you're going to end up changing is the diaper of the kid you're raising by yourself. And dude, that's great. Nobody laughs because it's too real. It's so real in the room. They're with the dude. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And they're just like, mm. yeah. People have, you know what? People have a hard time with accountability and self awareness. Yeah, get in the pine nuts. Well, people just don't. People think stand up is meant to be just patty cakes, right? Or that it's meant to be agreeable to what they think is an acceptable form of joking. And I do think that that is one of the negative. Like Michael Jordan was the greatest player of ever, ever, right? We He's have, a shit, right? But like his style of play made basketball selfish, right? Every, team basketball went out the door. It yep. became everybody. And tra- became they became celebrities at right, that point. Right, right. And Don't that's you think so? why I think Seinfeld did. As great as Seinfeld was, and he was great, he made it so everybody thought you had to be super relatable, super observational, super clean. And that, to me, is not the greats. The greats. When you talk about the greats. Stan Hope. They're just like, Hicks. like, yeah, Hicks. Like even Tig Notaro, like, uh, like that, that emotional availability, that vulnerability style, like that. That's those are people who are amazing. You at have comedy. to be honest on stage. Yeah, you have to. You have to speak from a place of truth. Yeah. Aren't these pine nuts good. They're so good. I'm sorry that we're munching, guys, but these pine nuts. Hey, we can turn into an ASMR. Mm. 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 What is that? Mm, good. Auto autonomous sensory median. What is response? That? It's something that people feel when they hear you have noises in your ear and it's like the sound of crunching, just like really high volume, like high, um, I don't know how to say it, like just very uh, quality noise in your ear of people like making noises. Do you know that they, that the radio puts out a frequency that gets you depressed? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to walk into traffic. What the fuck? Yeah. You know what? You know, marijuana puts out a frequency that makes you not depressed. I'm with you, dude. <laughs> so the way to combat that is with what? Where did you read that? Sam, how do you sleep at night? I, I, because it's just like it's you're like the the conspiracy theory. You're like Adam ruins everything. But for conspiracy, <laughs> I love it. Listen, I don't do anything. I used to do a lot. I used to party a lot. You're soaps. Yeah. No, except for shrooms. Shrooms is the only thing oh, I yeah. do. But I you still do shrooms? To, yeah, when I went here and there, dude. Microdose or like full out full trip? Full on trip. What, and what's that like for you being sober? Like, how are you able to isolate that from everything it else? It has really helped me. Uh, it really helped me with my career. Like, I remember about this time last year, I went and I shroomed. And it really let me come to grips with where I am in my life and my career. Because, you know, my friends are all the Mount Rushmore of comedy, you know, like, yeah, you, the, you, yeah. So I'm surrounded by these like greats of the greats where you are debating where they are in the greats of all time, you know? And 
that can get really heady on you. You can get really sad because you're like, why not me? And right. you, you know, then you look back as probably because you were partying too much. But the point is, it's like you just it can weigh on you. And then I, you know, I did these shrooms and just they supposedly realigned your brain. And at the end of the day, I just kind of got to the point where I was just like, I'm right where I need to be. After the shroom experience. Yeah. I, during the shroom experience. Wow. I was just like, you're exactly I'm exactly where I need to be. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Right, right, right. So, like, I shoot this special. I get somewhat sad because, you know, you see these Netflix specials, and God bless them, they got a Netflix special, but you're like, mine gets as good as that. Why can't mine get on there? And then yeah. you're like, it's not meant to be. It's meant to be you put it out on your own, and you do you. You don't yeah. have any notes like, oh, we don't like this joke. And I do believe that people putting out their own specials will become the new podcast. Oh, where people 100%. are just going to be like, it, once I get to the point where it is – Shiny enough, and that's all it needs to be is shiny. Once it's shiny enough, you're gonna be like, I'm just gonna put it out on my own. Yeah. You get enough, you get enough because if you, you see people do this all the time. There's like bands shoot their own videos, always they just put it out, they just, put it just out. get people to they come just put see it on them. YouTube. Yeah, and it's like the one thing that the beautiful part, and that's what I'm gonna do next year. For sure. Just shoot. We've been talking about that. Like, I'm just going to shoot it myself. Shoot it, dude. Because I've been, you know, the reality is you have to take everything in the control in your hands. Your career you have to take into your hands and do it the way you want to do it. And stop waiting around for some perfect package. Pitching some it to people that don't Netflix, do waiting, comedy. Yeah, pitching it to people who don't know you and your style. Listen. Who don't understand what you're trying to say. How are they going to shoot that? Yeah. How can you trust Someone and we're like, we don't like that. You're like, well, what? That's we not about what you it, don't the lighting. like. Fuck the frame and the lighting. Oh, that's not nice enough. I, I, dude, I'm like, I go, where am I at in my career? I'm a rock club guy. I'm a small rock club guy. Mm -hmm. Rock club. I like playing them. Where did I find? Viper Room. Yep. It was perfect. It had everything. Had the name recognition, name cachet. Cool. You can go anywhere, go Viper Room. And then you, it, it was small enough. I had to put 120 people in each show. That's I ended great. up doing 150 each show. That's easy perfect. Easy. It's, it's such a good sound. Like, oh. oh, and like the other thing. 400 people a show? I, I know. Don't know like, that many people. In a theater that's huge when that's not your status quo. Why would, wh that's what the one thing I don't understand with specials. Like why the thing that you're presenting doesn't represent what you've been working on. I get wow. that it's an amalgamation of the work, the stand up, the jokes. But as far as the look. Are, have you been doing 500, 600,000 seat theaters the whole year? You should do what you're doing. Yes, you should do exactly what you're doing because that, only that, in my opinion, and yours obviously as well, that represents what your art is. That represents where you're at. A long time ago, Bon Jovi did a video where it made it seem like he was an arena comic. But Bon Jovi was on his way to being an arena comic. Right. Like There are people I know, when I watch them, I'm like, oh, they're going to blow up. Right. I could tell that. Yeah. So if they do that, that might make a little. But I still think at the end of the day, it is what jokes are, do you have? Are they good? Yep. You could be like you the could most be on amazing. The, on top of Mount Rushmore. I could be doing the Titanic before yeah. it went down. Crush it. Yeah. The reason but, it went down. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was worried about, man, I don't want a bomb at the fucking, at the Viper Room. Two people would have died there. You know what I'm saying? Like it would, it would <laughs> yeah, be. Seriously. What did you call your special? I broke it. Listen, I went Kill Bill with it, where yeah. there's Kill Bill 1, Kill Bill 2. Love it. Because if you watch those movies, they have two different vibes. Mm -hmm. They're just two different vibes. So I went, 
I went zero fucks is the first one. Right. And then the second one is Armageddon because that's what they call Armenians out here. Armo. <laughs> so it's Armageddon. That's I'm like, awesome. Yeah. So it's like, boom, boom. You go on Vimo or Vimeo. And it's a two ninety nine to own the first $2. one. $2.99? Or rent it for $1.99. Which Shut means up. you can get both for $4 to rent and watch. Dude. Yeah. I just wanted, I, I just know it's so hard. People it's are like fighting for a dollar yep. to make a dollar. That if I go five bucks, they're gonna be like, eh. you go five bucks, people are like, eh. but people go two dollars, mm. yeah, three dollars. Mm. I know, but it's true. And you just like I haven't really like your podcast. You know, I'm starting to do a lot more. I just haven't really been. I now I'm starting to do all the yeah. podcasts, and that's all you gotta do. And like people go, they're like a dollar ninety nine. That's so cheap. It's so it's cheap. So worth it, right? It you really get like is. a high and like this thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's always been the dream. Did you have Dana shoot it? Yeah, Dana yeah. shot it. I mean, dude, it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, I'm sure it is. She's very talented, dude. She, and she's dude, worked on so many different styles of she stuff. She got called to do Slayer at the forum. So yeah. she goes to Slayer, shoots that. Day, next day they go, hey, it's Neil Diamond. We're doing the forum. Can you do it? She did Slayer and Neil Diamond <laughs> in one week at the forum. Neil Diamond. Yeah. <gasps> By the way, amazing. Is he oh, live? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Did you take your panties off? Yeah. and I. My mom bang. loves Neil Diamond. I remember the first time I stole her car was when she left to go to a Neil Diamond what, concert. What, what? Yeah, I stole her car. And I, my friend Amy, I let her hop in the driver's seat as well. And I remember her kicking it in neutral and gunning it. And we didn't go anywhere. And I thought we broke the car. I'm like, yo, we broke the car. My mom's going to come home from Neil Diamond. We got to push this thing down the street. That's like, so, and we, you pushed it down we the pushed street. pushed it. And then I was like, wait, let me try something different. I didn't want to drive. I was like 12. Hold on. You were stealing cars at 12? Yeah. It was my mom's car, though. So it's not like somebody else's car. That's I took it for so a ride. Funny. I love driving. Like I, I. Would you ever leave your house without your keys? Did your mom just leave her keys behind? Yeah, I don't. It, it was like. It was the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, People yeah. were doing crazy shit. Yeah, Nobody had cell phones. How yeah. are they surviving? I don't even know. Yeah, no, she left her that, keys. People will never know what it's like to have to find fucking directions from the sun and the moon. Yeah. You're like, I think that is Capricorn. Okay, we have filed Capricorn into Virgo. There's a waning moon. What yeah. does that mean? I don't know. Just keep going. We're lost. <laughs> Then MapQuest, you had to print out fucking MapQuest. Ma what dude. a nightmare. And then you like, fuck it. Yeah, MapQuest yeah. was a nightmare? You'd have to go with a fucking map of like this thick. And <laughs> you'd have to like, what, what, what's that street? You have to turn down this street. It's not even ah, a street fuck, yet. that was it. It's just a camel's path. <laughs> you don't even know. And you have to read their things. It, it, the thing, like you don't appreciate it until it's gone. Like now, like, you know. Well, dude, these kids haven't made, and that's why I just I don't laugh when they get Don't you think they said that about us, though? <coughs> Who? Uh, people said that about us. We that had we haven't made? Yeah, we, we had did. it made when we were kids. <coughs> we did, dude. I think it was, I I mean, everybody says that. I got the last of the, the best time. I really do, like, think. Like, the analog babies had it made. Made. Dude, dude. just to have the, the point of... You know, just some sort of perspective pre-computer era, pre-cell phone era, out in the streets getting dirty. Talking to people. Talking to people and not hating it. You didn't have to get 90 million things done at one time because oh, people God. could just email you. You're like, hey, dude, up to, update your website. Uh, book this fucking gig. Pay off this fucking person. Put out this podcast. Yeah. Like, dude. Where did mental illness come from? Yeah. Well, they say you're the in the internet. social media. If, dude. <laughs> 
Don't follow anyone who doesn't make you feel better about yourself. Seriously. And it, yeah, if you look at a page and you are like, oh, I hate the way my belly looks. Delete. Yeah. Delete. Unfollow. Delete. Be, just, just be healthy, but be happy with yeah. who you are. Here's the whole thing I've learned. Uh, see, you know, political correctness goes against everything I ever learned in recovery. Like, I've learned so much from recovery that's really helped me, like, unprogram my skull like yeah. the biggest thing was is like nobody's thinking about me like i used to com- be convinced this was like this black sh- shadow group of people these shadow people were trying to like hold me back and like i'm so great and they just don't want me and it's like no dude <laughs> the shadow people the shadow people <laughs> the these t- random people that were just out the side. it's like no so, like dude. the rest of your armenian family yeah, just in the closet or just, something yeah, just, just waiting just waiting people <laughs> like oh he's so good we have to stop him he's so good yeah and you're like ah, oh, because you're trying to explain why you feeling your why what you want isn't happening right and it can't be you right so it has to be somebody you else create. and that's all i see in political correctness is like blaming other people for your problems yep okay and not having any sort of self introspective you know just like looking in and finding out what's wrong with you some sort of self-awareness people like just blame it all just i would love to have an excuse to be able to blame everything on somebody else so many people do that they victimize themselves and they and the reason why they're not evolving or attaining any sort of success is somebody else and social media is the next thing i learned is don't judge your insides by somebody else's outsides which is huge i can't tell you how many people i know that have I'm air quoting right now for you at home. Air quotes. Mm-hmm. How many people have fucking made it mm-hmm. and are miserable? Yeah. And, you know, the, the perspective is askew because they are comparing themselves to people who are just the Will same as them. you nuts. Yeah. It's, it's in the, in social media does that. Like imagine forming as a girl or a boy and trying to have some self-worth and confidence and, you're constantly comparing to other people. Dude, this is the hardest time. This is a great time to be an entertainer and the hardest yep. time. Because Frank Sinatra didn't have to deal with internet trolls, right? <laughs> He's like, Scooby-Dooby-Doo, dumb, worst song ever. Why is this guy singing this old fucking Italian bag of dicks? Why is he singing? Like, he never had to deal with any of that. I know. Like, we have to, like, dude, we put something out and it's just like this whole instant feedback and there's so much anonymous trolling i guess get rid of people like there's this whole like ari's just so just like oh no i mean that's ari and ari yeah. does ari and he he even admits yeah. he's a troll so trolls love trolls yeah ari is total troll i'm like hey dude guess what you don't get the comment anymore goodbye Bye. Yeah, and then they'll be power. like sam erase comments damn right i do i dude i'm putting this out I, for I, free I, I, I shut it all down anytime i see some negativity any bit bye 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 or when somebody threatens me that they're gonna unfollow because i offended them see ya bye bye don't thank let the you. door hit you in the ass thank don't let you the door. Keep we're gonna move on bye someone said today miss you like, so much it's so funny like if you, I'm very honest with my past drug abuse. So every episode, someone's got to be like, Sam's so gacked out on Coke on this show. I'm like, I'm not. So Sam, get some help. I really can't watch the show. Bye. Bye. See Sorry. You. Dude, we're going to, I mean, like, we're, I mean, like, I'd say we're going to miss you, but we didn't even know you were there no. for the first 145 no. episodes. Call your mom. Yep. Bye-bye. Get in a program yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Go to therapy. I don't mind criticism like Sam. The, the mics are popping or whatever. I, I love criticism. I accept criticism when you know it's coming from a place of actual critiquing and maybe some, you know, constructive a point to it. For sure. But when you're just projecting, 
Uh, See I'm just ya. throwing up on people. Yeah, like I did a feed to just like. Do you do a Patreon, by the way? I I look. That's on my to do list. Why I'm do I need to? That. Yeah. You do it. What's your yeah. Patreon page? Uh, Patreon. I have two. Tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat and Punch Drunk Sports. Oh yeah. I can make. A that's great. Off that. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. You can make enough. Dude, the internet is beautiful. See, that's like where it's beautiful. We're like fuck the internet, month. but wait, it pays the rent. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Don't leave us. We love you. Yeah. We love you so much. We're so sorry for everything we said. <laughs> uh, Never fucking apologize, Sam Tripoli. No, I don't, dude. I go don't you ever. You're I one of my favorite. One of my favorite nights has been, uh, I didn't, you know, just dealing with what I've been dealing with. Finding the energy and motivation to go out and get up is a yeah. lot. And I remember I was doing uh, the dojo at the Sycamore Tavern a few weeks ago. Might have been like a month ago. And, well, my dad was still alive, still going through bullshit, like the hardest part of it. And um, actually, this was like three months ago. And the room wasn't cracked. Nobody was cracking them. There was probably like 15 people in the, in the, in the Sycamore Tavern upstairs in that little comedy room. And I think it was your show. You were running late. Yeah. It was a night that um, Jason Rouse was there. Yes. And no one could crack them. I went up and got like... Got him going. I was like the first to sort of like bring some energy. You're a energy. monster. I brought some energy to You're it. You're great. But. You're a cold blood. You can follow <laughs> anybody. But you came up. <laughs> I love it, dude. <laughs> like you woke the room up. And like normally I like to pride myself on bringing that kind of energy. And I realized how low and out of it I was at night when well, you came out. I know, but still it was just. It, I needed that. I needed you woke me up. I was like, oh, shit. I got to always be awake. Yeah. Like, even though I can allow myself the process I'm going through, seeing you come in made me realize, no, bitch, you can't sleep on this. Yeah, if you're going to do this, you have to do it. It's so hard to be clowns <laughs> when we're crying Ooh. when we're sad. Oh. My grandfather died. I had to do fucking improv. It's, like, really hard, man. It's a hard. We are clowns, man, and we're supposed to be happy, but it's like, we, we, man, we it are takes a lot of energy. emotional yeah. and we got to go up and knock it out of the park. Yep. And, and, and I think there's levels to it for sure. Like I've seen all, and I'm sure you have as well. You see Chris Rock and Seinfeld and Chappelle all bomb. Yeah. You see them all bomb. There's no trick to it. There's none. And each person. You get a couple minutes of maybe like, oh, you're a celebrity. And then it's just And then like, they're like, what? What? What next? What? I remember I saw Seinfeld one night. Eating it, working on new stuff, and not like eating it Seinfeld style. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like he's still doing well, but struggling for 40 minutes. And he goes, Man, who do I have to be to get you guys to laugh? And somebody yelled out, The next comic. Oh my God. But let me tell you something, dude. <laughs> I don't kiss a lot of people's ass. You're, you're a man. Bill Burr, every comedian who wants to do comedy, should have to go watch Bill Burr do new material. Is Be- it? It's the most amazing thing because he bombs. He, he bombs does? And he does. And it's the most awesome thing to watch because we've now got, like, the comedy store is such a fucking murder place. It is. That you just got to murder all the fucking yeah, time. Yeah, it's like, oh, I mean, and that's like, really? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why the ballet room is there and I get it. But still, it's like. And there needs to be places like that to well, set, to set the caliber. Jojo do yeah. to do, but it's, it's so, I mean, like, 
if the if these other comedy clubs struggle to get people in when there's the com- then a comedy non-com- store, yeah. the dojo is going to be even harder because yep. it's just me and my buddy Ke- uh, Trevor. But watch him go up. It is the, it is a, it is an, uh, a class in comedy to watch him not go fuck. I, I'm just going to do good shit to be like. Sit in it. I'm going to sit in this. I'm going to sit in this new stuff, and I'm going to work my way through it. That's the only way you can. And that's why when people are like, people in my office tell me I'm funny, I should do stand-up. Go, go ahead. Be my fucking guest, because you've got years of pain. Years of pain and complete delusion. You ever watch, like, radio DJs who, like, just crack <laughs> their buddies up, and then yeah. they go up and they do stand-up, and yeah. they just eat a bag yeah. of dicks. <laughs> You're like, welcome to feedback, dog. Welcome to instant fucking feedback. <laughs> Welcome to this is a lot harder than you thought. See, for me, I walk out. You don't know who I am. I like I that's a that's a big problem. I think with comedy right now is is so many people just play to their look. Yep. Oh, I'm sassy black chick. Yep. Fat guy. They're, they're type. You know, and it's fine. I get it because it works. They're like, costumes. Well, dude, you know, it's like, oh, they're a great actor. Oh, they're I've seen I've taken so many acting classes in my life. <laughs> I took so many actors. I saw one guy where I was like, that's an actor. Yeah. And that was Max Greenfield, who was on like... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I watched that guy. I interviewed like, him once. Yeah. He, He's really talented. The greatest actor I've ever yeah. seen live. And I've seen some fucking dudes you see on TV <laughs> murdering it. And you're like, okay, you're, 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 you're good. This dude was the next level. Yeah. So you see a lot of these people that work, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but so much of it is like you look like a stereotype. Yeah, you, you fit. I can just plug you yeah, in. Yeah, you're right? the murderer. You're right. the murderer in every Law & Order episode. You look like creepy white guy. You look like <laughs> sassy black chick. You look like dickhead white guy who wants to yell nerd at all the nerds, Yeah, right? you're the bro. Right, right? So it's like <laughs> these, these fucking things. So when I, you know, you got somebody like Gabriel Iglesias who does not get enough respect for how good of a writer he is. Yeah. Like the dude can write. Yeah. But he's got a good look too. Big guy and a, you know, it's yep. insane. Like, oh, dude. The fluffy. Not, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's great. That's his thing. I walk up, nobody <laughs> knows what the fuck's going on, dude. They're like, who? What is this? The fuck? So I have to start very, I do something called gator roll, dude. That's my style of comedy. Where I start, it's like gators, when they eat something, they, they t- start to They top, roll it. And then they drag them down. Yep. So I got to start real easy, real easy. And then I bring them and I get them deep yeah. and I drown them. So, at, so when I- You drown them. So let me ask, does this happen to you? When I crush and you're like, oh, dude, I'm killing. When you crush and I get off stage, nobody wants to talk to me. No, I mean, I stand in the lobby and people just walk right by me. And mentally, it fucks my skull. When I'm like, dude, this is not going well, a line around the door. Like, uh, it's 1920s in my food kitchen and they're trying to get a fucking loaf of bread. It's like around the block. They can't. Stop saying hi That's to me. That's so weird. It fucks. The, why do you think that is? I, don't I mean, know. maybe, maybe, maybe they because laugh at dark shit, and they're like, "Fuck this." Yeah, guy. maybe they f- because of what you make them laugh at. You've made them realize something. They've had epiphanies about themselves, and they go home and make an uh, appointment. You're probably you're probably keeping therapists in business. And by the way, I hate bright comedy clubs. What is it? Why is it so? Yo, I was just at the La- Laugh Boston. Uh, yeah. And I was like, "Are you trying to cook my feature? Yeah. Was that rotisserie up yeah, there? Yeah." 
This Dude, is not a buffet. Blooms, yeah, moody. Blooms. I keep it moody. Yeah, I like it Bring dark. it low. I be Make like, them have to focus. I want to be like a 9 p.m. stripper. Yeah. Dude, just dark. Rolling out Nobody on stage. Sees all these crow crust. lines. And just, There's just crust on my behind my knee. Because when everybody, when the light's so bright, they're like, oh, I want to laugh, but I don't want anyone to see me laugh. I get that all the yeah, time. Yeah, no, like, you got to take it up off the audience. Make it dark. Make it moody. Like, Laugh Factory is a wonderful club. It's too so goddamn and they bright. like for a while there they just had this influx of comedy store comics and everyone's like make it dark, make it dark, man. And they had it dark for a while, but for some reason the lights. Have we got. I gotta turn it back down next time I go. I'm like, yo, we need to turn this shit back we down. We need this room dark. We need it dark because we're about to talk about some dark stuff, so yeah, we need dude. it to match. <laughs> I got a joke about how I wrote a script about a. A gay hooker with Down syndrome who survived <laughs> Nazi Germany. It's called Slow Stroke, and it's in 3D, right? And uh, you do that in a bright room, everyone's like, I can't laugh at this. I can't laugh at that. You do it in the dark room, everybody goes crazy. <laughs> a gay hooker who what? A gay hooker with Down syndrome who survives Nazi Germany. It stars <laughs> Zac Efron and Tracy Morgan. And I act out the final scene. Let me suck your dick in concentration crap. Tracy Morgan, you're crazy. And you see where it goes from there. And that, that bit is like 23 years old. That bit is like 22 years old, but I've never put it on anything. You just put it on this. <laughs> yeah, I just put it on this and on my special. Which is, remind them, the name. So Zero Fox, it's called Zero Fox. And that you just go to Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O.com, and just put in Zero Fox. That's out, and then next Friday, I don't know when this comes out, but December 14th drops Armageddon, which is the second half, and that's about 42 minutes. This one's 35 minutes. And you can get it for under five bucks. Yeah. you can Happy holidays. Yeah. Where can they find you? Uh, at Sam Tripoli, T-R-I-P-O-L-I. Uh, Tinfoil pod. Tinfoil hat with Sam Tripoli. Punch drunk with Sam Tripoli. My Patreons are uh, patreon.com backslash uh, punch drunk sports and uh, backslash tinfoil hat. And I put so much shit. I have this thing I call twerking in politics, right? <laughs> Where I take twerk videos from Instagram <laughs> and I put political messages over them. I give like, <laughs> I give like the news and uh, I, I'm thinking about putting them on there, but yeah, that's it. You should, that, that would actually get a lot of people to know what's going on in the world. I'm super happy that you're going to be on all things comedy. You deserve it. You are a powerhouse. Thank you. I appreciate you. I'm probably yelling at people. And no, it's fine. Thanks for doing this. And I love you so much. I love you too. You're the best. Thank you.